0: Hello everyone, this is the Gospel Nuggets for Teachers, and I'm Deborah P. Kim, your host. As children of God, we need to feed off of God's Word every day, like our daily bread. You wouldn't think about going a day or two without food, would you? Some of us even think about food all day long, and that includes me. Do we hold the Word of God in our thoughts? like that? Or are we satisfied with just one serving of scripture each week or maybe month? Is God's word more like a bowl of broccoli for you, where you know how good it is for you, but you'd rather eat a bowl of ice cream? What if the Bible was sweeter than honey, juicier than the perfect steak, and more satisfying than your favorite meal. Would you want that every day? How about at every meal? The healthy child of God is not only satisfied with the Word of God, he or she is never tired of it and hungers for it more and more each day. The Word of God is refreshing to the soul, healing to the heart, and strength to the spirit. I pray that these short devotional messages on God's Word will be spiritually fulfilling, nutritious snacks for you in your walk of Christ. And I pray that your children will have the blessing of being fed God's Word on a daily basis as well. I know of no other way to impress the gospel upon their hearts if not to teach it to them while they are young every single day and if possible, all day long. I hope you will join me in this prayer and vision to see the children of the world, especially in unreached nations, come to Christ, enjoy true worship every day, and grow up as Christ's disciples. Today's message is in relation to yesterday's message on how God created the first people, Adam and Eve. It's only three words. God made everyone. That's it. God made everyone. God created the man and woman in his own image to be with him. We were given a mind to know God, a heart of holiness to love God, and righteousness to obey and worship God. The chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Adam and Eve were given this amazing identity as God's people, made in His likeness, to represent Him and lead all future generations after them into true worship. I've shared in previous episodes the marvelous way God created all things, how He made everything so that no two things are exactly the same. that is his workmanship. He put his mark of uniqueness on every living thing and creature. Even a tiny leaf or worm or ant is somehow unique on its own. Even the characteristics of puppies in a litter are unique to each one. Then what do you think of the people that God created, the greatest masterpiece of God? Although we all have the same anatomy, just about everything else about each human being is one of a kind. Think about the way we all have our own set of fingerprints, how the pupils in our eyes are unique, and how even the shade of our hair color seems to be oh so slightly different from our siblings. How is this possible? And why is it like this? These days, The issue of race, the color of our skin, and our different cultural values seem to be a reason for hatred, prejudice, and division. But what is so important to realize is that diversity is God's idea. He delights in diversity and uniqueness, and he also delights in unity. The character of God himself as the triune God is unity in diversity, three persons in one God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They each have equal power and glory, and each person in the Godhead is God, and they are one. That's the mystery of the Trinity, and the mystery of His Church, the people of God. We are from so many nations, cultures, tongues, and tribes, and yet we are one. In Christ. I believe it is critical that we see the beauty of God's intention for diversity. In the Genesis account, we see how God created vegetation of all different kinds with their own seeds in them. Then He created the fish and living things in the water according to their kinds, and the birds of the sky according to their kinds. And what about the animals? So how many species were created in the entire animal kingdom? It's into the millions. And not only is each species unique, but every creature within the species family is unique. For humans, the uniqueness is beyond our imagination. Our DNA is a cellular code for our distinctive makeup, both physical, emotional, and internal. But no one shares the exact same DNA. God has truly left his signature, his autograph in every cell of every life form, including you and me. And this is the obvious and wondrous design of DNA. So why is it that we easily forget this? We tend to compare ourselves with others, rating ourselves and others with man-made standards, which leads to pride, judgmental hearts, or self-loathing. If God's original intention was to make us distinctly unique, then why not celebrate our differences and apparent weaknesses? The weakness that we seem to have can actually become our strength, our greatest characteristic. And God can use anything. And while many nations are still fighting with one another, waging ethnic wars and harboring resentment from past scars, my prayer is that the next generation of the children of God would grow up understanding and appreciating the way God created all nations. It, it is important to recognize the value of your national heritage, and we should have a healthy level of national pride. But God ordained for our cultural upbringing, our citizenship, and nationality for a purpose and an ultimate end. It is to bring the people in our community, region, culture, and nation to the saving knowledge of the gospel. Revelation 7, 9-12 to is the vision of God's final kingdom when all nations worship the Lord Jesus. It says, After this I looked, and behold And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. I pray we can raise our children as true disciples of Christ who love and embrace people who are different from them and can build the church of God together with others. God made everyone for his own glory. May all the nations worship and praise his name. I'd like to end this episode with a song called Salvation Belongs to Our God by Crystal Lewis.
1: Salvation belongs to our God, who sits upon the throne, and unto the Lamb praise and glory, wisdom and things honor, and power, and strength. Be to our God forever and ever. Be to our God forever and ever. Be to our God forever and ever. Amen and we the redeemed shall be strong in purpose and unity declaring aloud praise and glory wisdom and things honor and power and strength. Be to our God forever and ever, be to our God forever and ever, be to our God forever and ever, amen. Amen.